0: Following is an encore episode of the Biz Tools Podcast. Any email addresses, web URLs, or other time specific information may no longer apply. Please visit DavidAspec.com for more information. Thanks for listening. Biz Tools Podcast, Episode 26.
1: Welcome to the Biz Tools Podcast. Practical advice for today's busy business leader. And now your hosts, David Speck and Jerry Frentress.
0: Welcome to the Biz Tools Podcast. I'm David Speck, and I am your host today for this special edition of the Biz Tools Podcast. The reason why I'm in studio by myself is because usually Jerry and I are talking about um various business topics, and today I just wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about podcasting. Now many people don't understand that podcasting can be very beneficial for their business, but they really they, they they may not even listen to podcasts so they're asking, what's in it for me? Why should I do a podcast? And so recently I had the opportunity to be interviewed by Amy Kennard of Uncommon Sense Marketing. You may remember Amy from several uh, podcast episodes ago when I talked to her about social media marketing and other new marketing arenas. Well, during this interview, she grills me about podcasting and why should a business look into it and what are the steps they need to take and what did we take to launch the BizTools podcast? So I think it's really poignant For um, this day and age, um, many of the podcasts I listen to call 2014 the year of the podcast, that more podcasts will be started this year than perhaps all years leading up to 2014. And as a business owner, you need to really look at what you're doing. You really need to see if podcasting is yet another way for you to connect with potential clients, potential customers, the public at large, maybe even in just a public service realm, we all have a story to tell. We all are experts in certain areas of business, and we need to share that information. We need to to really just kind of get with people and connect with them. And much like radio, podcasting is a very intimate medium. We are really right there in the ears of the listener. And so I want you to listen to this podcast, listen to this interview. The audio is a phone call, so it's not as good as as if we were doing it in studio. But I really think you'll get a lot of good information out of this. So let's go to that interview.
1: Well, good morning, everyone. This is Amy Kennard. I'm founder of Uncommon Sense Marketing uh, based out of Shreveport, Louisiana. And today I'm really excited to welcome David Speck as our expert on podcasting for business. David is president of Spec Newspapers, Inc., which is a newspaper publishing and printing company in uh, northwest Louisiana. He's a veteran of the United States Air Force. He was deployed during Operation Desert Shield Desert Storm. So thank you for your service, David. Well, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Today, he makes <laughs> his hat at the Bozier Press Tribune. His newspapers have been recognized as Newspaper of the Year by the Louisiana Press Association on four occasions, along with other awards too numerous to list. And for the past three years, he's published, in addition to his other newspapers, the uh, Northwest Louisiana Biz Monthly, a publication geared at helping business leaders in the community do what they do better. I'm happy to be part of his team. I write an article on marketing and social media each month. Most recently, he started a really cool business podcast called Biz Tools, and that's available on iTunes, which is very exciting. So welcome, David. David.
2: Well, thank you for having me. Um, considering that I'm a newspaper guy, it's pretty strange to be a, the voice of Biz Tools. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's kind of a departure from from what I've learned all my life. So this is a real uh, interesting thing. If there's anyone who had to understand the why of podcasting before they did it, it was certainly me.
1: Okay, so let's start there. What is the why? Why did you decide to do this?
2: Well, let, let, let's kind of go back a little bit. Um, a lot of the time, you know. I, I write writing is my thing. I can, I can, you know, uh, it's something I've always done. And, uh, back in 2007, I believe it was, I started a blog and I started a blog for the same reason everybody in the newspaper business starts one trying to generate more interest in the newspaper by telling people what was going on in the newspaper, what we were working on, kind of putting a voice to the publication and then over time, I realized that I was going on you know past experiences and offering um you know just some some nuggets of information that I thought could help people and it kind of evolved into this whole leadership uh training information type blog Well, I came across several other people I, and in that time frame, you have to understand podcasting's been around for about a decade now, so i mean it's it's really not the new kid on the block although it's it's getting new um New visibility, probably more than it ever has before. But I always listen to some here and there, and um, I heard a statistic, and I, I can't give you the exact figures, but of the male gender, more than fifty percent of all men read less than one book in their adult lifetime. Oh, lord! Now, yes, and and so you realize that people consume content in different ways. Mm-hmm. They, you know, there's visual and there, there's, there's audio, there's um, you know watching a video, there, there, there's all these different ways okay. to consume content and to learn, and what I realized is I was only doing one of those things. Okay. So I started listening to other podcasts about podcasting of all things, <laughs> and realized that this was a very intimate way to share your content. Um, I don't know if you realize this or not, but most people don't listen to podcasts on their computers it's a, you know hence the word podcast it's it, the, the word itself comes from the the popularity of the ipod uh-huh. and a lot of people listen to them either on a commute while they're working out while they're doing something else it's really the only format of education where you can be doing something else and consuming content plus they've got headphones on and so you're right in their ears sharing you know what you have for them and so i saw this opportunity to take this blog platform if you will and 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 bring it to a greater audience or an audience where they wanted to receive it mm-hmm. and that's kind of what got me down the path but, but but let me tell you that the biggest thing you have to overcome is fear that i i bought my podcasting equipment in uh may of 2013. Mm-hmm. i launched my first podcast in january i think the end of december of 2013 so there was roughly six months there that i saw it i walked by it every day but i just didn't sit down and do anything with it because i was scared because you know why would anybody want to listen to little old me why would anybody and and if you've ever listened to your voice on a voicemail you're like oh gosh i sound terrible why would anybody put up with that voice but people hear you different than you hear yourself and so we saw this and I saw the value of being able to to put my message out there, which is, if you think about it, is, a, is, is somewhat a departure from what we do in our, our primary business of the newspaper. I mean, I'm not really putting out there, you know, three days a week in Bozier and five days a week in, in Minden yeah. information that's trying to grow leaders. Mm-hmm. But I have this experience that brings value to people. And I found myself, in in, in certain circles, constantly trying to teach and help other people. And I said, well, if people within my close physical circle see value in this information, then there's probably a broader audience for it.
1: Yeah. So you were building awareness for your blog and for, you know, secondarily hoping to get new subscribers to your, you know, your publications. But mostly it was the awareness for your leadership, the thing that's in your heart to do.
2: It is, and uh, as I started consuming other podcasts, I started realizing how behind the curve our our locale was with regard to all things uh, internet, social, uh, podcasting, and I felt like if somebody here didn't do something or somebody here didn't start educating people, that we would be so far behind by the time we realized we were behind that it would be very difficult to recover.
1: So why is why is podcasting a great tool then for local businesses or for any kind of business?
2: Well, well, podcasting offers the ability for you to build relevance to yourself and your brand. Um, everybody is an expert in something, okay. whether they realize it or not. If if I, to, to 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 use a, a quote from uh, Burt Reynolds when he was in Smokey and the Bandit, he said, you know, it depends on what part of the country you're in as to how dumb you are, and there's a lot of truth in that. You know what? What we think is the norm here in in, in our part of the country. You know, here in Shreveport, Boulder, Louisiana, as far as social media, as far as you know, all of these other things, mm-hmm. it's you know, it's it could be literally years behind places like Denver and LA and, and New York. So that's where I kind of bring it into. But let, let's let's use a, a a local example that that I was thinking about just the other day, and I kind of told you a little bit about it we have a bowling alley here called Holiday Lanes, and they have got this great person who's in charge of their social media. I mean, this is one of those people that get it. Right. And, she, she that entity, yes, Robin, and, and she brings to the table for that entity, yes, Robin, and she brings to the table for that entity a voice that, you know, Holiday Lanes is no longer a, a bowling alley, right. but it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an entity, it, it, it's almost like it has a life now because it has a voice. And, and and she has brought that to the table. Now, she would have the opportunity. She could take that brand and podcast about it, and you know, and become the voice of bowling, if you will. You know, what are the fitness aspects of bowling? Interviewing, you know, interviewing PBA bowlers, you know, and doing this thing completely, bringing brand awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, or since she is the social media person for that, and yeah, uh, you know, and I know, I know this. Is, This is your your show, but, you know, she could be a guest on something about social media and saying, hey, I'm a local business who has dove into, done the research on, followed the the, the publications on social media for small business, and there's that whole other aspect of things. So you can't, you know, using a bad cliche, but you really do have to think outside the box. Sometimes what you're an expert in may have absolutely nothing to do with the business you're in but yet you can still bring relevance to yourself, which, you know, by extension brings relevance to your brand. And, you know, let's take it one step further. If you develop a following, see, you're not limited by geography. Every one of my publications are limited by geography, even though we have websites and all that. Pretty much people in shreveport Bozier want our newspaper or want our magazine. That's kind of their area, you know, that you have familiarity there. But when you go into a podcast and you get approved on iTunes and all of a sudden you're opened up to the entire world, and if what you're sharing on your podcast is relevant to a broader audience, guess what? They're going to come to you. They're going to find you. They're going to retweet, you know, your episodes. And then that drives traffic back to you, and that is something you can actually monetize and create a new revenue stream for your company.
1: Well, that's cool. <laughs> okay, and, and what you said was one thing that I, I think a lot of people are thinking about is what do I have to say? How could, you know, maybe David could podcast, but I don't have any reason to do that. So I appreciate you addressing that because I I have thought about that as well. And, you know, it's like, okay, how wha, where do I start and all that? So um, I, I'm glad that you um Laid that fear. So uh, what do you need to get started with podcasting? You said you went out and bought all this equipment. Are we talking, you know, thousands of dollars of stuff? What do I need?
2: Well, uh, I actually spent less than probably $600 to get started. And that was to create... I created a... A, um, there's there's two types of podcasts there's a monologue podcast and then there's an interviewer dialogue podcast and i decided that i didn't want to just sit there and pontificate about all my greatness on a podcast every time i did it so so i uh, reached out to my friend jerry who is on this call okay. and and, th- and said we uh said can you do this podcast with me let's have conversations About the subject matter and he was fine with it so i doubled some of the things i've got i've got two microphones two two boom arms two two things to 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 record this podcast but most people if they're interested in starting a podcast can do it very cheaply if you have a computer you can do a podcast now it all depends on how much quality you want to pour into it Um, if most if you have an apple computer for instance you're pretty much pre with a program called GarageBand and it it does all the hard lifting for you if you don't have an Apple computer or you hate GarageBand which a few people do there's a program out there called Audacity which is open source which means it's free completely free that allows you to record and edit sound so so a computer is really all you need to get started um and, and which kind of brings me to, to to what I talked to you a little earlier about If you really want to know what I did to get started with my podcast as far as what I bought, Uh um, I've created a a page for your listeners. It's at my blog site. It's at davidaspect.com slash Amy. And on that site there, I have a list item by item of what I purchased and why I purchased it for our podcast. I have a soundboard which you, you saw when you came on my podcast yeah. that we use to, to help bring all of the the voices together in, in in good balance but quite frankly you can I've got a headset on right now plugged into my Macbook computer that I'm on this call with you could do a podcast just with this equipment right here record it directly now that's not always the best route to go but when you're getting started I, I heard somebody say this and and, and it's it's so true if you're gonna wait till you're ready, you're never gonna do it. It's better to launch and tweak after you launch yeah. than to wait until you feel like you're ready. Okay. Because you'll never launch. You'll never go and do that. You'll you'll always say, well, I need this, or I need that, or my room's not soundproof enough, or I don't have a good enough microphone, or whatever. You'll always come up with an excuse not to do it. But once you get started, once you make it part of your routine, it gets better and better and better. You know, I, we just finished recording episode nine. So that kind of lets you know mm-hmm. where we were at.
1: Yeah.
2: I had originally planned to just do one a month based upon the topic in that month's biz magazine. But what, what Jerry and I found out when we sat down is there's more to talk about than just what was in that magazine. There's things that are relevant. There's there's information we can share to help people, yeah. you know. And so we we kicked it up to once a week. And, and you wonder, well, good Lord, what are you gonna talk about 52 times a year? I'll be honest with you. I won't know until we sit down and say, okay, what are we going to talk about in next week's show? But you can always bring in people. You can do things. I have learned so much in the last month about podcasting. Now, you don't always, in my opinion, and this is strictly my opinion, you don't always want to be just a monologuer. Yes, you may have great information to to share, but unless you have a a built-in platform and an audience that hangs on your every word, it's gonna get tired after a little while. So I do suggest that you work and and try to do some interviews with with some people that that bring some value to your your audience. Mm -hmm. And the nice thing is, you don't have to drag them into your your home office and plug them into the computer with you. Um, You can use Skype and, and, and some recording software and get really good audio quality for that. I actually, one of my podcasts that I did, uh back in the first week of um february i i interviewed a, a a sales guy that a lot of people in this area know by the name of butch bella mm-hmm. he was in nor- northwest arkansas on skype i was on skype at my house and we did the interview there and you can hear is, is the quality as good as in studio no but it's not to the level of a telephone call either so no, it, it is valuable it. yeah, yeah right. and so that's a great tool that you can use and again With the exception of the recording software that i got and i think it cost me like 29 bucks skype's free so so in my opinion there's just no excuse for not attempting this if it is something that you think is going to bring value to the people that that you come into contact with and it's something that that you that you kind of want to do
1: now can i ask you a question as far as from the technical standpoint so once Mm -hmm. you record it um, and you go in and edit it, and I don't know, you maybe add some an intro and an outro or something. Um, mm-hmm. Do you? Um, then you just upload it to iTunes, or and you know what is how long does it take you to do all of that?
2: Okay, th- th- that's a very good question because it's not as simple as just sending it to Apple, because you don't send anything to Apple. <laughs> um, what you have to do is you have to have a repository for your your um, podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, some people just put it on their own website. Mm-hmm. in a in a in a certain thing um others use and this is what we use it's a, a service called l okay. i b s y n dot com and i yep and it's and that's in that that's on that um resources page that okay. i have a link to it um and for five dollars a month, i think you could upload up to like fifty megs, so it's enough for two minute episodes Uh at that $5 a month and they can actually handle the entire podcast aspect if you don't want to use a website to do it and then they'll also provide what's called an RSS feed that um, the iTunes needs to be able to point to your to your show Mm -hmm. and what you do is you submit that RSS feed with the information about the show and then Apple reviews it in about two to three days depending on how overloaded they are you'll receive an email of whether or not you've been approved for iTunes And there's a ton of them out there Um, and and, you know we're not getting a whole lot of visibility quite yet because we're still building the audience but once you build an audience and start getting some ratings all of a sudden you start climbing on that iTunes chart which in turn gives you more audience and more opportunity so it's kind of a a snowball Um, but not everybody uses iTunes you know some people uh, have Android phones and they have no 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 desire to do anything with apple well there's things like stitcher radio and uh there's a couple of others out there that that you can you know also put that rss feed to and have it available out there and you know i'm kind of a geek so you know doing this kind of thing on the back end of a website is is kind of my deal i like learning and understanding and Mm -hmm. and and doing all that so so to the to the to the non techie out there, it might be a little bit more difficult, but most most of the time there's a service or a video or something out there, a screencast that you can watch to to help you take you through the steps. I use someone
1: to do that, like a virtual assistant or something to help
2: you do. Oh yes, people. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a that's a subject that that I want to broach on another day for uh, for myself because I I'm really looking at the idea of using virtual assistants because as
1: as, (laughs) yeah as much as
2: I like doing stuff I probably shouldn't be doing some of the stuff I do in, in the interest of time. Um, but, but yeah, there's, there's all of these services. SoundCloud is another one. I didn't have that one. SoundCloud will do the whole podcast for you for a very nominal fee. All you oh, do wow. is upload the audio and, and, okay. and it'll be there. So, and, and I've seen different people use different things and, but, but, but it gets back to you've got it. You've got to set your sights on this. I'm going to do this. This is a project worth doing. And, and you'll find that there's a host of resources out there that will help you.
1: Now, okay, now, now I let talk me talk about that. Oh, Go ahead.
2: Let me give one caveat that that I learned about after I started, and I fixed it, thank the Lord, before anything happened. Just because you have a song in your iTunes library, don't use it for your intro and outro. <laughs> yeah, if you use copyrighted music, you're you're opening yourself to a big big problem. And let me explain why. Because you know a lot of people say, well, you know, radio broadcasts they use 30 seconds of any song they want to. Well, when you start talking about podcasting. That's an actually downloaded medium. It is not a broadcasted medium. So therefore, you fall into the ranks of sharing their proprietary content. Gotcha. It's downloaded to a computer, and therefore, you're opening yourself up to a whole can of worms. And there's a lot of resources out there to um, to find uh, non-copyrighted music, that, and it's very inexpensive. I mean, 10, 15 bucks, and you can have a, a un-copyrighted song Okay. If you do use GarageBand, they have a whole set of jingles that can be used. Um, I, I've, I've used one or two of them for a couple people that I've been helping. Mm-hmm. But so so do it right from the get-go. That way, you're not gonna
1: not gonna run into
2: trouble down the line.
1: Okay, that's good. Thank you for sharing that because that is that is so true. Uh, So you said there were a bunch of resources you can learn from. So you want to share a couple of resources that you think would be worthy for our listeners to go to to learn more about podcasting other than you? Yes.
2: um, One of my favorites, and this is the one that kind of got me off my rear end back in January to go ahead and do it. I listened to a podcast by the name of somebody by the name of um, Amy Porterfield. Oh, yeah. She's great on social media. She's, she, she's one of the tops. But she did a an interview, and if you'll go to amyporterfield.com and look up an interview with a fellow by the name of John Lee Dumas, who mm-hmm. do, also does a podcast called Entrepreneurs on Fire. Mm-hmm. And they have this this back and forth, and they have a resource page there. But they get into the nuts and bolts of not just the why, but the how. Right. So, so they're one. Um there's another fellow, um, go to the podcastanswerman.com. This is the guy that everybody says, and I think his name's Cliff Ravenscraft. Mm-hmm. He, he is the guy when it comes to podcasting. Now, what I learned by going to Cliff's site, though, he's really high end. He really wants you to invest the dollars that it takes to knock it out. And he's actually got complete packages you could buy turnkey for podcasting. And I was I'm I'm, I'm kind of a, a cheapskate when it comes to stuff like that, so I wanted to buy my own stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, hey, I want to learn about podcasting and I want to learn from the best, and I want he's got videos on there. He'll he'll take you step by step through the podcasting um, thing. Um, another one that's a good one that I really really like, and it's done by John Lee Dumas. It's called Podcaster's Paradise. It's a uh, paid site and every week they do a webinar a free webinar about podcasting and and why you should and how you should it's a video and and, and he talks to you and then he obviously it's a pay site so he's going to there's going to be a pitch in there yeah. but in this world and amy you know this as, as well as anybody content is being provided out there first and you build the audience and you build the trust and then you ask for somebody to buy so there there is a ton of free content out there if you're willing to look for it that will help you get started it's when you want to take it to the next level that you'll end up you know really investing some dollars to do it right but but there is plenty of free content out there to help you get going and what i have found too i get let's get back to the interview structure there's you have local people in your circles that are, and they're more than willing to to come on your your podcast, just like you came on to mine. But there's also, you know, some of the bigger names, you can you can bark up the tree and and get some i i told you the other day i've got the author of the book the go giver bob berg is going to be i'll be interviewing him next thursday mm-hmm. and he was he was he was really you know gracious and his virtual assistant was really gracious about being on there and i'm like you know she says yeah i see that you're eight podcast episodes in and yeah bob would love to be on there and i was like really <laughs> so so that but you know so you kind of get you know it's hard not to get starstruck but yeah. Doing those things, you know, how much value can I bring to an audience that may not know who Bob is?
1: Right, absolutely.
2: And and and, and not just for Bob but but the, the, the things that he teaches in, in, in his books, you know, really changed my life and my business right. and I want to share that with people because I feel like that's the direction that we need to go as a market and so here here's an opportunity to, to go to the horse's mouth, if you will, gotcha. and, and, and get that information to to my following and and here's a, here's one more great point of why you want to do a podcast. It's there forever. It's not like a radio station where you know you know when Rush Limbaugh goes off the air, yeah. everything he just said is, is 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 you know gone in a vapor. Your podcast is there for people to go back and listen to and listen to and listen. I, I, I checked my um, my Libsyn stats and and um, I think it was episode five is still getting listens as as, as late as yesterday. And so that's a month ago. Yeah. And now you so, uh, also
1: create one of the things that are is kind of inherent with podcasting is the resource page. You want to speak mm-hmm. a little bit about that?
2: Yes, um, I believe that the that the and, the and they call it the show notes page so in, notes. in the Thank podcasting you. world is one of the most important things you can do. Keep in mind, part of the reason for even doing a podcast is to gain relevance and drive traffic. And by having those resources on that podcast page, and it it just has to be an overview and then anything that y'all talk about that may have a link or something to it, putting that there and, and, and telling people how to get to it, that's how you – you know, generate traffic back to your website. And then if you're selling advertising or, or whatever, you know, you need that traffic to, to, to bring that relevance. You also want people to share your content. And it's really hard when they're jogging down the road with their headphones on to tweet about what they just heard. But you can do that with the show notes page. You send them to the show notes page, they'll, they'll, they'll you know, tweet it from from wherever. And so that's a great, great, great tool to use and 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 continue to drive traffic so you have itunes you have stitcher radio you have all these ad- avenues of people getting your getting your podcast but if you have that show notes page with the player right on it there's a there's a third way to get people to listen and it, it just provides a lot of value and, and and reinforces your relevance and your influence
1: great well i know we're at the just about the top of the hour and i wanted to make sure that you um let the listeners know um, how they can find your podcast, uh, your website, or how they can connect with you. So just kind of fill them in on how they can do that. All,
2: all right. The primary website for the BizTools podcast is biztoolspodcast.com. However, if B-I-Z. you follow me, B-I-Z, yes, biz. If you follow me on um, on my website at davidaspec.com, I actually post show notes there as well. So, so we have two avenues to get to the podcast. You can also find it on iTunes, which is probably going to be your preferred method because, again, most people listen to podcasts on mobile devices. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at David Aspect, and if you want to follow me on Facebook, my Facebook fan page is D Specht Leadership. So those two are great ways to get a hold of me. Um if you tweet me or if you post a comment in, in on the resources page or if you um you know you comment on Amy's page today or on my page and you have any questions whatsoever, I'll be more than happy to answer them. I, you know, the whole point of doing all this is we want to help people and I've heard in many, many circles that twenty fourteen is going to be the year of the podcast. So there's no better time than right now to get involved in it.
1: That's great. Thanks. And for those of you that aren't familiar with David, his last name is spelled S P E C H T. So David's Yes. So that's how you can find him. So just biztoolspodcast.com. And in order to help you, uh, we need to go back and then um, rate your podcast on iTunes, right? And that Yes, if you, you, were, if, you were, if you if you
2: rate my podcast on iTunes, it'll it'll cause it to climb up the the relevance ladder of of what iTunes use. And that way, when people do searches for business podcasts, you know mine will come up in the search. It's kind of like SEO for um, for iTunes. Okay. Um, also remember, and I'll give the address again, at www.davidaspect.com slash Amy. Mm-hmm. You will have the resources to everything that I purchased, both hardware and software, to do the Biz Tools podcast. And it'll have links to Amazon where you can buy it right then and there if that's what you want to do, links to the services we use. Um, and, and it'll at least get you started, and get you looking at a few things and, and, and kind of understanding the how now that you know the why
1: yeah and I want to just follow up with one last comment thanks David I really appreciate that is that you don't have to do a 30-minute podcast you can do a two-minute podcast or a 10-minute so the length right. you know don't be hung up some of my favorite podcasts that I listen to are like three to seven minutes long each time so yep. You know it's no biggie if you you know can't come up with something for 30 minutes so I understand that's part of the fear too. what will I talk about for 30 minutes So right uh, and,
2: and I, there's a podcast that I love listening to called ask Pat and it's Pat Flynn who's a, a, a guy but what he does is all he does is he answers one question he does it every day right. and he answers one question and it doesn't take more than five to seven minutes
1: that is a great format just uh, answering a question I love that so cool Well, David, I'd like to, I want to thank you a lot for being my guest. I think you have shared so much good information. I appreciate you putting that uh, page together for the listeners as well.
0: Wow. I'd forgotten how much fun it had been to be interviewed by Amy. She did an excellent job on that interview and it's kind of weird say, listening to the sound of your own voice being interviewed on a, on a show like that, but I was really honored to do that particular interview. Getting back to some of the content of the interview, like I explained, just about anybody can start a podcast. It doesn't have to be a business-related podcast or or something. If there's something you're passionate about that you are constantly cultivating information about, that's something that you can share with an audience. And when you build an audience, you build influence. As we move forward, um, this week at the Biz Breakfast, which is hosted at Cohab down at the um, Red River Entertainment District, Jerry Frentress and I are going to be telling the story of the Biz Tools podcast, sharing how we got from there to here or from here to there. And it'll be a great time to for maybe some inspiration for you as a business leader to, to understand why and maybe give you an idea of how you could start your own podcast. So we're looking forward to that. It's at 8.30 on Friday morning. That would be Friday, July the 11th. And, you know, we'd love to see you there. There'll be coffee and, and, and some form of breakfast and just a real good time had by all. So that will do it for this episode of the Biz Tools podcast. We hope that you found this information today useful for your business. If you have any questions, please post them in the comment section of the show notes. We will do our best to answer them. The show notes for this and all of our episodes are available at BizToolsPodcast.com. You can also subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. We'd love for you to rate the podcast, either on iTunes or Stitcher or both, so more people will know about it. We would really appreciate the feedback. Remember, applied knowledge is power. Be the leader you were always meant to be.